Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, a podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And I'm Sarah. And we are three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. The coven is finally back together. But not in person. It's not as powerful when it's not in person. Well, it's only a line and not a shape. I mean, I, I, you're in a triangle, actually, for my Zoom picture. So that oh, feels yeah. like a, a triangle feels strong. I don't know. I feel, I feel it's the strongest shape in the world. Yeah. That's my setup I get right to now, look feel. at you both kind of equally right now instead of having to like shift mm-hmm. for some benefit. I have my pretty meter on like 20%. Oh, yeah. I mean, me too. I had a hat on. I might actually just put my hat back on. We'll see. I try not to overdo the pretty meter because I don't want to meet people in person. They're like, whoa, what the fuck? I mean, (laughs) life is rough. I like your savage shirt. That's thanks. Thank you. Do you like my shirt? This one. Is it a braces mouth shirt? It is. It says Tim Grins are Tim in. Tim Grins. That's awesome. Cute. Um, Where did you my find part that? to, uh, you know, eliminate the stigma around braces. I actually yeah. want to get braces too. See? That'd be so funny. Which my propaganda mean? is already in effect. It's your go. advertisement just worked on me. <laughs> okay. So I'm really excited about my topic tonight. Because there's going to be some activities for you all to participate in. I'm all about some activities. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about reality. And that reality isn't real. I like that but topic. But a, a really... Uh, I mean, the reality literally has the word real in it. Really, it does. Really not real. So this is going to be kind of going to take you on a little mind fuck journey. Like that. I'm here for it. So reality is not real. We need some, uh, uh, what are they? uh, What's the technical term for mushrooms? Psilocybin? Psilocybin? Yeah. Mushrooms for this conversation? Is that what? Well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I don't have any. But... If, should we pause while you all partake? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, reality is it just a construct of the brain. Reality like is something time. that our brain creates so that we can have some semblance of functioning in the world. Mm-hmm. So underneath our skull... Everything is made up. So our brain doesn't actually have any contact with the outside world. Thank goodness. Everything (laughs) through sensory input, which is then. It's a computer. It's computerized in there. And then it spits out like. Remember those old like computer images where it spit out a little tape of the information? Yeah. So then at the end, our consciousness gets like a little uh, result like, okay, here's reality. This is what you're experiencing. So reality is constructed by the brain and no two brains are alike. So what that means is what? Everyone's reality is different. Yeah, everyone's reality is different. 
So do you remember when the the world or the internet's minds were blown in 2015 with that dress debacle? Like I was just, I was thinking about dress? it before you even said it. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to show you the dress here in a second, but take yourselves wow. back 2015. This dress picture went out there and like families were divided over this. I remember showing that picture to my ex-husband and being like, what color is it? And he said, the opposite color that I, I thought he, there was like basically two camps, like uh, white and gold and blue and black, I think it was. Oh. And so I was a white gold and his blue black. And he just was very matter of fact when I asked him what color it was. He's like, oh yeah, it's blue. And I'm like, well, I see it as gold. And he's like, no way, no way. Like his mind was actually like. And I remember like I did this too. And then at a certain point, I remember I started seeing it in the other, the other way and I couldn't get myself to go back. And that was like, it bothered me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me show you the dress. So we can take ourselves back to 2015. So what color do you see, Sarah? What color is that dress? Oh my gosh. It's like right behind the oh, little videos. Okay, I can move it. I see gold white. Okay. And, like Same. clearly. Mm -hmm. Macy, are you uh, gold and white as yeah. well? So... Yeah. When I look at that, it's like obviously it's gold and white. Like, I'm who trying are to see people that see blue, now. and I'm like trying to see it in the blue. Well, the people that see it in blue are also very adamant and clear. Like that dress is blue. I don't know what y'all's problem. Really, that like, is that crazy. Dress is blue. Wow. Yeah. So this was the original photograph that was posted by somebody that just blew up it's probably like one of the original like viral things really <laughs> so people were very challenged into believing that others might perceive things differently from them huh. yeah. so this was sort of like a big, There's a big thing with low levels of empathy <laughs> low levels of empathy definitely like, i can't believe People would see things different than me. <laughs> what is that? What is I know. That? And this is why they're, I don't know if they've already done it, or but they're trying to move away from eyewitness testimonies in trials hmm. because everybody's recollection is going to be different. So hmm. it really means nothing when someone says, I saw them entering that house at 7 p.m. Well, you ask 12 people, you're going to get 12 different answers about what people saw. So a lot of people have been convicted based on eyewitness testimonies. Maybe all those cases need to be reexamined. Which I saw something about, um, what was it? About uh, like unsolved, was it unsolved? I, yeah, unsolved or no, missing uh, like mysterious disappearances of people. Hmm. And there's actually like a very small percentage that haven't actually been solved yet which would surprise me i thought there'd still be a lot of mystery behind missing people like you mean like they've all been found well like <laughs> most of them have been <laughs> that's good to know i'm gonna circle back okay <laughs> the whole thing there's a whole thing there uh yeah <laughs>
Okay. I mean, I'd love to know that missing people are no longer a thing. That would be <laughs> Not no longer a thing, but less, I was surprised. I read it and I was like, oh, okay. Like their percentages of like when, I don't know, whatever. Mm. I don't have it. I'd like have to know. Her, oh, go ahead. Person, I'd like to know the percentages of people in prison who are um, convicted falsely. Like the actual percentage of people, poor people sitting in there. But we wouldn't know because I know. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. We don't know. I would like okay. I would love yeah. to know that number. It's probably a lot higher than we would like to think. Ugh. Yeah. So ready for a little science lesson? Yes. Okay. Because you know I love science. Okay. Colors, like look around you, look at all the colors you see. Colors don't exist outside our brain. <clears throat> Is that crazy? No, I, it's science. I, well, I know I blew the mind of my husband when uh, we were looking at shoes and, and he was, I said something like, oh, I really like this one because it has a this color like stripe down it. And, and he just saw it all as one color, and, and but he didn't know. And it wasn't until then that he started like understanding that he, that he was colorblind for certain colors. Yeah. So, yeah, some people can't um, perceive all the colors of the rainbow, which there are seven. Roy G. Biv is how I memorized it. I got into an argument with my husband about some pants that I don't remember who thought which color, but one of us thought it was blue and the other one was like, definitely it's gray. And we argued and I said, let's just agree to disagree. You were probably both right. And nobody was right at the same time. Yeah. 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 Everyone's right and nobody's right. It just yeah. is. So color comes from light. Light from the sun comes in all the rainbow colors. And it's that very slim section of visible light on the electromagnetic spectrum. Like there's all this stuff. Most of it we can't perceive at all, but there's this like little sliver. Uh, and that's visible light that we can perceive. So when that light comes from the sun and hits something like anything, like this can of hard kombucha, what I perceive as colors, like this yellow um, lemon thing with a tongue sticking out of it, which is weird. So I'm perceiving that as yellow because <laughs> the yellow is bouncing <laughs> off of it Let and it other colors are being absorbed into that. So that yellow light that's, bouncing off, well, it's not yellow light, but the light that's in the um, wavelength of yellow is bouncing off at it. It's going into my eyeballs <laughs> back in there. And we have receptors back in there, cones and rods. And the cones, the cones are colors. They um, are our color receptors and the rods are like dark and light differentiation. So we have cones for three colors. And we are called um, trichromats because of that. So humans are trichromats because we can we have cones for blue, red, and green. So the light that comes in affects all the cones. And so humans actually, with all those crazy combinations that can come out, we can perceive how many colors did I look up? It's like a lot of colors, a million colors. Humans wow. 
can see or perceive so we're not actually seeing it, right? We're not directly, our brain isn't directly seeing it. We're getting information into our sensory system. That's then going into the brain. And then the beep, pop, boop, boop is happening in the brain. And then it's coming back and saying, you're seeing yellow or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? It's very interesting. And it, um, I had, uh, yeah, you like with pets and stuff, uh, with when they talk about like dogs don't see certain colors or, or, um, it makes me think about how we've talked about, um, I don't, like all the senses, but like smell too. Like dogs can smell things, like, and they, the way they do it is different than the way, I don't know. It's, senses are really weird they are weird mm -hmm. really weird and it's such a complex process like happening so quickly i mean just instant all of these things are going then on it has to go to yeah and then connect with an interpretation that we've built um a connection uh that which yeah. makes sense like new things scare us because we don't have a connection built yeah our brain works so fast and all that stuff is behind the scenes. Like we only get that little bit, you know, that little piece of paper from the computer that spits it out. That's like, oh, we have a conscious moment. But most everything is, um, you know, we don't have an awareness of it. So there's this thing I learned about called color constancy. So this is how our brain helps us not be so confused because it, make some behind the scenes changes so that we see the same object as the same color, even in different light. So think of an apple, like a red apple, you're going to perceive it as red. You're going to still perceive it as red if the lights are dimmed or, you know, outside or inside. But without this color constancy, we wouldn't perceive it in the same as the same color. And that would just be wacky. And so this is a way of our brain kind of helping us out by making things the same color in different light situations. It's wild. So this brand feature, though, it can fail or it can be manipulated. So what I learned is like in store settings where they want you to buy stuff, like in the produce aisle, they shine super bright lights on the produce to make it look really oh, vibrant and ripe and fresh. Oh, with the water on it too, makes it uh, not not be like dull looking. Like it glistens with youth yeah. and like moisture. So fresh. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, yeah, people, again, those associations like water, freshness and like that works for me when you hear it go on like shh oh when they have the sprayer <laughs> I wonder how like factual that is like does that actually do something to specific other than a marketing ploy well the light really does make the fruit and things in the produce um look very bright right look, look better but it doesn't make it fresher no no right because okay so do a th thought experiment next time remember what that 
tomato or banana or whatever it is looked like at the store. And then when you get it home under regular, not bright lights, see what, if it looks like the same color. Mm. So I've sometimes thought, wow, that stuff like is spoiling fast. That's how I think like with oranges or something. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, they, I didn't notice that or those sorts of things. Yeah. So this is, you know, marketing and corporate stuff, um, understanding science and using it against us to make us buy In dressing rooms, do they dim the lights? They're like, put some shadows on there. Oh, dressing rooms. Yeah. They're notorious for trying to make you look real good. So they got it all figured out. The lighting. The mirrors are like slimmed down. The slim mirrors, a hundred percent. There used to be a slim mirror when I worked at uh, an old job location, and um, I, <laughs> it was like so dramatic. Magic mirror. It was almost like I didn't like it because I'm like, I know that's not what I look like. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I wonder too because they also have it like where you, um, like your some of the most of the ones I've been to don't have like a spot to sit I don't know like if you sit down and you're changing that's more of an unflattering view of yourself typically (laughs) than than if you're like standing upright well I don't like those wraparound mirrors I don't I don't need to see all that all the angles I don't need to see all the angles I say I don't think most I've been to most I only have one mirror maybe that's a cost efficiency thing it's just weird it's unnatural to see your own ass it's not meant to be it's supposed to be behind you it's supposed to be behind you behind for a reason I watched Lion King last night that's <laughs> behind <laughs> Okay, so our perceptual systems can be fooled. And this is why optical illusions are so fun. So let me show you a really famous optical illusion. Hey, I gotta share my screeny screen. And if you want the full video, be our Patreon. It's only a dollar. And then you can see the video of this and you can look at what we're looking at. And you can be our guest. Be our guest. I'm going to Disney kick. You are. <laughs> Lion King. Yeah. Okay. So look at the squares on this checkerboard. This is a very famous optical illusion. It's the checkerboard shadow illusion. So look at the square labeled A and the square labeled B and describe them to me, please. What do you see? Uh, A is gray and B is white is the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, Macy. Uh, The, yeah, square A, um, gray with the darker gray A and then the other one is... I mean, uh, it's a lighter, uh, to me, it looks like a lighter gray with a darker gray B. Okay, I love this. The shadow of the... Yes, it's in the shadow of this, like, cylinder thing. So what would you say if I told you that square A and square B were the exact same color? Ooh. I would say it must be right. I was like, it's probably <laughs> since it's an illusion. Uh, yep. Yeah, I 
I I like it when the reveal comes and then when you like actually see it that way, but yeah, so here's proof. proof. Okay. So they're yep, yeah, I like this part. Putting uh, colored bars behind it that show you. So wow. that's still look how powerful the illusion is though. So for me, even with the bars, I'm still yeah, seeing it still looks darker. It's that's still, how yeah, powerful it, it is. Yeah. yeah. So if you need more evidence, if you're like, wait, I'm still seeing. So you can like cut out the squares. This is what people do. You can put something a different color behind them, and that really helps. Mm-hmm. So um can you go back to the oh I was gonna say oh, that yeah. um too hot for a hat. Um I just want to see the that the the first evidence one that you showed. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. this has you, bars you, of the same color. Can you zoom into the bars portion? Yeah, thank you. How's that? Okay, there you go. That Mm -hmm. You can see you the can... bars are the same color. You have to right, look at well, it separately almost. I, yeah, as I say, if I can put my hands to the side and like clue out yeah. the other stuff, then. Um... So I'll explain why this works in a little while, but you can see it's such a powerful illusion that even amidst the evidence, we're still seeing the illusion. So I have a question. Square B being lighter. Yeah. Is it because the squares next to it are actually white? Because that's. That's where my eyes are being drawn and then it like pulls into that middle B. Are those actually white or are those gray too? And I just can't see it. <laughs> well, I guess I'll explain now. So the reason behind this illusion is, is all about the cylinder casting the shadow. Okay. So our prior expectations and beliefs about shadows are so strong that our brain makes us believe or like understand that because there's a shadow that those darker squares are going to be darker because of the shadow. And so that makes us perceive square B as lighter in comparison, even though it's not, it's because of our preconceived notions about shadows and what they do. Wouldn't shadows though mean that I would think it would be darker? But not in comparison to the those whether like the black squares. Oh, I see. So I'm contrasting. Yes. Okay. So it, we it, understand okay. shadows so hard. Yeah, that makes sense. That we have to see square B as lighter than mm -hmm. it is. I see. It's mind blowing to me. I love. There's also something because the A square and then the one diagonal to it that's a different gray than the ones lower right those are darker gray so there's something weird going on there too so you can look i didn't save them to show you but there's people have like put like a different color behind them entirely like blue and it's very obvious they're the same color Mm -hmm. It's just we're seeing other things and our brain can't compute. It's like, can't compute. Yeah. Say, if I let myself like zone out almost and just stare at that, it's very obviously all the same dark gray. Yeah, but like maybe if you take yeah. your hands and like take away the um, yeah, when I do that, the environment. Just, but when I, yeah, when I'm looking at the whole picture, I think too, something about the hierarchy might mess with our minds a bit. Like having something 
like almost the concept of ladder is that something is increasing and decreasing. Like that. Bum, bum. I think it's fascinating. I love optical illusions. Mm -hmm. You have the one with the stairs where they're going, the stairs where the guy's walking up. Oh, you're down. talking about like MC Escher art? Yeah, I love yeah. that. Even one of the museums, like the illusion museums. Um, I went to one in, uh, I think it was in Spain, and that was that was really cool. Like one where you like you go in the room and and like there's like people up there and they look really really tiny. Oh yeah, like right there, and you walk in and it's just like how the room right. is like built. Yeah, it's really really cool. Yeah, the Exploratorium in San Francisco has that same kind of stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Where just like the lines of of um, God, what do they call them? Like the visual lines can make things look smaller or bigger. And like what's happening around it. It's so interesting. And they have that in Willy Wonka factory. The Willy Wonka factory. There was like different rooms where you'd get really small, like bigger or smaller. Right. So the reason optical illusions are so powerful and like we couldn't even unsee it, even amidst the evidence, is because our perceptual system is going to tell our consciousness that things are precisely as they are. The truth is our perception is never a direct window on reality. Remember, our brain is encased in our skull. It's not experiencing anything directly. <laughs> and so all our perceptions are, are active constructions. They're our brain's best guesses at what the world really is. And it's all yeah. like behind the sensory veil. So everything has to be input, computed, and then delivered to our consciousness, and then and it's telling us that's what we're we're perceiving, that's what we're seeing, we're smelling, we're hearing, we're all of that stuff. Remember doing the sign language stuff and um, or the sign language classes, and uh, one of the things that um, was like taught is that even if you're even if you don't know sign language very well, like make sure that you're facing them because many many people who are deaf can still through context and they're so used to having to build understanding around hearing um people and some 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 lip read some don't but um aside from that though like they can piece together a lot communication wise even without those things that we we would think were essential but it's just because that is how they have built their world through their senses. Yeah, yeah. And smells a little bit different. I have to walk that one back. Like so we typically farts? think of, what's that? Puppy farts. Puppy farts are very different sensory experiences. <laughs> yeah. So there's like the five senses. Everybody knows your smell, taste, touch, hearing, vision. But... Some philosophers and neuroscientists think we might have up to 33 senses. Yeah. So some other ones that I know of, I don't know what all these 33 are. I didn't research that, but I know a few. Proprioception, that's from yoga. That's like knowing where your body is in space, mm. which helps you be able to not knock into stuff. 
Well, and there's a whole part of, is that the part of the brain that has to do with, um, like with trauma, like that actually developed holes in it from trauma. And it's like, you're here and now, like that's where when people feel dissociation, like that part of their brain is impacted. Well, it, this is a reason that yoga can be good for healing trauma because with especially like sexual abuse trauma, you get cut off right here at, at the neck. And so you get very disconnected from what's going on in your body. Mm. And and so part of the way yoga heals trauma is you do tap back into that sense of proprioception that you've cut off or ignored or, you know, buried because you didn't want to know what's going on with your body. Well, and we've talked about like synesthesia and that makes me think of that like there, cause there's so many ways that people who have synesthesia will describe experiences and you're like, Oh, that sounds like odd that you can even experience it. Like, how do you taste a color? My son has that a little bit. He, really? I think it's, he like smells, he says that different colors make him smell something or he thinks of a smell like really strongly when he sees different colors or something like that. I don't know. That's I mean, so it's cool. Yeah. It's mild, but yeah, I'm sure when people. You can also taste psychedelics that. if you want to experience that, but. I think it's, I mean, psychedelics all tap into something we naturally have the ability to do. Mm. So there's also chronoception. That's the ability to know that what how much time has passed. <laughs> I used to love when I worked as a counselor at the high school to do that test with the teens to say, I'm going to set the timer for one minute. You tell me oh. when one minute has passed. And then we'd have a lot of discussion over it, like, if they called it real early or really late and like what that meant to their life, it was really fun. Interesting. And then there's nociception, which is the perception of pain. Cause pain is also an illusion. Yeah. We don't actually directly feel pain. Our brain interprets like tissue damage or things like that as pain when it gets that sensory input. We have the episode phantom limb episode that we did the the test with too like remember oh yeah that. and he smashed the hand of the fake hand yeah that's a really famous experiment that's yeah. definitely linked to this Weird. where we our brain can incorporate things into our body that actually are not part of our body well and that's where like things like phantom limb well and yeah and i was like people get confused like well how can things like mindfulness help people with chronic pain well it's or like acceptance and uh it has a lot to do with redirecting attention yeah you're really good at doing so many things at one time <laughs> all right so Again, I just want to say the reality of experience is just a construction of our brain. Our perceptual experience is not a representation of an external objective world. So neuroscientists and Neil Seth said, we're all hallucinating all the time. Yeah, that makes sense. And he says, when we agree about our hallucinations, that's what we call reality. Uh -huh. So think about the impact from our field people that we say are, you know, having psychotic episodes or hallucinating or delusional. Is it just because their experience is out of that, you know, bell curve and they're on one end or the other and they're not considered normal, quote unquote. Well, and if you're not, uh, if you're not actually in the moment doing something and your mind's thinking, like say you're 
planning and running through all these things in your mind, but you're not actually doing something involving planning, then you're just, you are actually just um, having, a, that's all, what's it called? Um, they're all just thoughts, right? So like, it's all dissociation. <laughs> it's all like disconnecting from reality by being busy in your mind. Uh, if it's not something you're actively doing, because like you said, past and present don't really exist. That's why manifesting past and future. So you can think about manifesting where you're in your, it all come. Yeah. You have to like, kind of what you're saying, Macy, it's like, yeah, you have to plan it in your mind and see it. And then, then it becomes reality. It's like, you have to think it, plan it. And then once you really have that idea in your mind, then it can jump into the reality space. If is that where people control at all? I was <laughs> saying, I mean, <laughs> people maybe get the idea of like, you know, putting it into the universe. Have you heard people say that? Like if you're putting it into the universe, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know how much I like really believe that, but um, it's maybe, maybe it has to be, pers- maybe that's more the concept that it has to be even the idea of a perception of it has to exist for it to even be possible for you to perceive it. Right. Right. Yeah. Which that makes sense. Yeah. So there's no objective reality. Are you going to talk about motion, like um, movement? And because like my, I feel like so many people talk about how they're like, like vertigo and things like how like, it can like mess with their entire sense of being. And there's really no, um, I don't know. Is that tied in at all with, I mean, it is part of the senses because it's tied in with ears and. Well, I mean, it's tied in with your sense of balance, um, equilibrium. Yeah. I think that's actually like a physical medical thing that's happening with vertigo. I think like your, your base of your skull has something that helps. I heard about Something and like if the fluids get low, it's like a. Up. This is how I picture it. Your eardrums. Now I'm confused. And I have to well, this could it. be totally wrong, but here's how I picture it. I picture there's something back here. It's like <laughs> a level when you're trying to hang a picture, even, and you need that fluid in there, or the little ball isn't gonna have anywhere to flow. So if the fluid gets low, you're not gonna be able to know where your horizon is, and then you're just gonna fall so down and have vertigo. That and could that be totally strange. wrong, but that's my impression. No, I just looked it up, um, and this is uh, Better Health something or other. Uh, vertigo is a type of dizziness, blah, blah, blah. So it's caused by, so yeah, I, I heard the inner ear part, and then I didn't know much else. Uh, inner ear as a benign perioximal positional vertigo, migraine, inflammation of the inner ear balance apparatus. So you like a level. Yeah. Yeah. And so, cause that's when I had it one time, um, like my doctor told me like, I like to lean your head to one side, Ooh, for, like, you had it minutes and then to do it the other direction for like 20 minutes and it did, it made it like go away. Oh, my mom. Have you ever experienced when you get off an elevator and you feel like you're still on it? I think it's all related. Yeah. Cause this, oh, this actually says that it ties in your balance system ties in with your vision, your pro, what did you say? Pro proprioception. Same, yeah, it says that movement sensors in the skin muscles and joints and then inner ears. Three fluid-filled loops. 
That's that, why, remember we had a derby teammate that could only hear out of one ear and yeah. she was always vocal about how balance was difficult for her. Oh, wow. That's how it says that's how we detect gravity and back and forth motion. Or if you drink too much and then oh it, my like, God. it dehydrates the fluid <laughs> and you start spinning. Well, you drink too much and suddenly you think you're standing up, but you're on the floor. Have you ever had the ground just all of a sudden be in your face? Let me, can I screen share this picture with you really quick? It shows you what it is. So if you are ever like, and for our Patreons, you actually get to see this. If you're not, go ahead, sign up. It's a dollar. dollar. Um, So... Wow, that's because it does. It says it's like two little tubes that are responsible for the whole thing. Okay, um, it says you've disabled it. You won't let me. Oh uh, well, this is going to be a whole time. thing. No, it doesn't need to be a whole thing. Then I'm just going to copy. Okay. And <laughs> I'll make sure I that I post it in the chat. I have um, sharing access for all. There you go. Oh. So those two little loopy dupes, the vestibular system. The loopy dupes. Inside the ear canal. Okay, let's see these loopy dupes. Um, it's, oh. a, it's at the top of the, uh, 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 near the uh, cochlea. They have, cochlea, the yeah. Cochlea. And above the eardrum. Eric, can you see the loopy dupes? Uh-huh. Yes. So those guys are... F- filled with fluid and so if it, it and it detects rotation and so if that gets kind of uh unbalanced somehow then so then i don't so maybe this was le- less about like left and right but more just about getting fluid like to move around and get rotation back or something i think it looks fake well i mean it is a fake picture so <laughs> i think ears aren't real you heard it, you heard it here first new conspiracy theory ears aren't real <laughs> All those curly cues? Come on. I know. I was going to say, I had no idea that was in my ear. Is that in my ear? No one has ever in my entire life shown me a picture of my inner ear. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Till today. All right. So I prepped you to bring some supplies to our meeting today. So you have your three by five card or some simile of a three by five card. Got him. So listeners, play along, get a three by five card or Sarah, why do you have so many? <laughs> Did I just need one? You just need one. I didn't say a deck. I was prepared. What if I messed up? I have backups. It's true. We need layers of preparedness. Okay. So a three by five card or a piece of paper that's around that size and a pen. So what you're going to do is on one side of your card you're going to make an x and on the other side you're going to make a dot so it looks like this see my example yes okay so tell me when you're ready i'm glad you showed an example because i was gonna flip it (laughs) okay ready ready okay so what we're gonna do is find our blind spot so there's a place in the back of our eye remember i talked about the rods and cones and all that so our optic nerve has to go, you know, out the our eye to like go into our brainness, and so <laughs> we don't have rods and cones in that place. So that means we cannot perceive things in that spot. So we're going to actually see proof of this blind spot, which is the spot where the optic nerve 
is going I, out the back I've, of our eye I've hole. done this once before a long time ago because I was curious about um and I like found I don't even remember how I found to do but I did it but it was because I was curious about horses that they put the blinders on and, oh, yeah. and like not see and then I was I was curious like like at what point do we stop seeing okay so you're gonna hold your card out arms the distance away okay you're gonna close one eye you're gonna focus on the x and then very slowly bring the card towards you. And when you hit your blind spot, the dot is going to disappear. And it's going to be super weird. Maybe I'm not close enough. Yeah, hold on. Maybe I need to not have my computer. It happened. Focus and on it... the X. Oh, I okay. find right I here. can only do it with my dominant eye, which is my right eye. It's like right here for me. Because okay, my left eye, eye, I can see it the whole time. So I'll use your dominant here. eye. Use my dominant eye. Okay. I can only do it with my dominant eye. So my oh, there it is. Eye, right there. Yep, right eye. there. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah, the dot totally disappears. Ooh, that's cool. Except for when you're driving, I guess that's terrifying. Well, <laughs> so that's the thing. But Why do we not walk around and see a hole in our visual field? Why don't we do that? Because your other eye. No. My other eye saw it. We do. No. We just fill in the blank. Yes. Mm. Our brain fills in the hole. It interpolates. So it just like takes what's around the hole and just fills it in using like its best guesses. Like confirmation bias. So this is like... A, a huge example of what we think we're seeing is not actually what we think we're seeing. There's literally a fucking hole. So what's really there? We Are don't we know. Avoid? We can't know. I mean, I get, if you're just constantly looking back and forth, I guess you're going to get the full picture. But if you're just staring directly ahead, you don't know. Like there could That's be scary. stuff happening in that hole that we're missing. I want to know what's going on in that hole. That's the, uh, um, that's, yeah. <laughs> like right there. Isn't that We're all thinking like, hmm, what is in that hole? What is in the hole? We'll never know. And our brain is doing its best. Like our brain bases this off of like our prior experiences, our prior beliefs. So, there is like consciousness a social aspect to this there is i feel um like a learned aspect to it as well you know because our our whole world view can be changed based on an emotional experiences as well so it's very interesting to me mm -hmm. So really, um, I just want everybody to know that what you think of as reality doesn't actually exist. It's something your mind is making up. Filling in the gaps. So get off your high horses, everyone. You don't know what's what. Nobody yeah, does. Blind spot. <laughs> We're literally working with a blind spot. Well, and everything is just, uh, I mean... 
an interpretation of how we perceive it anyways, even what we see and touch. It's only a laptop because I say it so. <laughs> I want to hear what Skylar has to say about this. Well, okay. Interestingly, I, I was like so excited about this. I wanted to do it with both of my kids today. Uh-huh. And Skylar was being so buttheaded about it and couldn't see the dot disappear. I'm like, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it too fast. Do it again. I'm going to do it over and over, both eyes, slow speeds. Yeah, you got to go slow. He's like, this isn't real. But (laughs) Asher saw it immediately like I did. So I don't know. I'm going to make Skylar do it again. I'm going to. Maybe a little willfulness. Skylar sees all, knows all. (laughs) That's, I know. He's so wise. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't but have still, a blank spot. I'm going to make him Except. see that dot disappear. <laughs> it's the last thing I do. He has do no wanna, blind spot. Do you want to see the puppy? Yeah. Sarah? Well, yeah. I mean, you can see too, Naomi. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that puppy. Come here. Yeah, puppy's super cute, cute. He's sleeping. It's like he's very, oh, oh he's just a sack of he- very heavy potatoes. Oh, I already volunteered to dog oh. sit. He's a very heavy potato. Oh, my goodness. God, he's like bigger oh. than last week already. He oh, grunts all the time. He's so tired. He's gonna be really big, I think. Oh my goodness. You hear him grunting? Listen. Hear, hear it. Oh, oh he is definitely <laughs> one of the cutest pups ever in the world. He's he's a sweet, sweet boy. He's a tubby tub. He's a tubby tub. Yes. He just lets you just like fling him around and move him around. He was he was completely unconscious when I picked him up. Well, if seeing Macy's puppy isn't the best reason to be our Patreon, I don't know what it is. <laughs> He's already fading his eyes. Oh my gosh. Until next time. Mm. Practice empathy. So you can see, try to see what other people might be seeing that's different from what you're seeing. And trust no one because they're probably wrong too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the best way to get even close to the truth is get as many perspectives as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.